Is your heart ready soil for the Word of God? Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. The goal of every Christian's journey of faith is not merely salvation. Uh, getting home with God is is certainly a wonderful treasure, and it's something that every sincere believer looks forward to. Uh, but the goal of our lives here is that we would bear fruit for the kingdom of God. And bearing fruit for the kingdom of God requires that we are on a journey of growth with Jesus, that we're on a journey with Jesus, that we are committed to following him, committed to doing his will, committed to going where he sends us and having impact in the world uh, for the purpose of God's kingdom. And that means that our lives should reflect a growth in Christ-likeness. And I am a firm believer that we grow in Christ-likeness the more uh, we get to know Jesus. And there are several ways that Uh, believers get to know Jesus. But one primary way is by spending time in the Word of God. And the Word of God, um, the the promise of Scripture is that the Word does not go out void, that when God's Word is lifted up, uh, that it will have impact. Uh, Now, it will only impact the hearts of people whose hearts are open to it and ready and receptive to the Word. And today, Jesus offers a parable as we begin Luke chapter 8, Uh, on the impact of God's Word in a person's life. My spiritual mentor um, talks about Christian discipleship this way. He says that it is as the Word goes on, in, down, up, and out of a person's life that we see the full impact of God's Word um, in bringing about transformation into the life of a believing person. Now, it's not enough for the Word to go on the soil of our hearts. Um, It has to go into the soil. And then when it's into the soil, the roots of the Word grow down deep. And then they, as they're growing deep uh, in that subterranean spiritual place, what begins to show forth as it comes on up and out um, is uh, the transformation, the fruit of the Spirit being born in us, being being um, uh, brought to fruition in us. And so um, my mentor's whole idea is that a transformed, mature believer will take Christ's uh, word seriously when Jesus in the Great Commission says, go therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded. And so mature believers care about their impact. They care about fruit. They care about um, seeing others come to know Jesus. And they'll journey with those people uh, toward maturity in Christ. And then the cycle of transformation and discipleship begins all over again as that person begins to grow in the Word and then have a witness for Jesus in the world that, that bears fruit. And so that's uh, that really is our calling, my friends. That really is our true, um, our true purpose in Christ, is that we would bear fruit for the kingdom. I love this teaching in Luke chapter 8. We're going to be in Luke 8, 1 through 15. And before we get into the Word, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we've made it through another week. And Lord, uh, as I sit here this morning, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for your faithfulness and the evidence of it in my life this week. I want to say thank you for friends that I love and care about who journey with me. Uh, 
I want to say thank you, Lord, for the power of your word in my life, bringing about godly transformation. Make me more like you, Jesus, is my consistent prayer. Make me more like you. Soften my heart and the places that still need your touch. Um, Father, would you keep me uh, tender? Would you keep me um, in tune with your mercy? Uh, would you squelch whatever avenues of pride or arrogance would raise up in me and uh, keep me sensitive to your word and to your spirit moving? Father, as we study today, we pray that your spirit would come and bring insight and understanding. And also, Lord, would you give us clarity about how to apply it to our lives? We ask all these things in your name. Amen. All right, the parable of the sower in Luke chapter 8. Luke writes, After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household. Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables, so that though seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in time, in the time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. This has to be one of my favorite teachings of Jesus, um, because I see how deeply committed each believer should be to the words that he teaches here. This is our true calling. And Jesus is saying there's a variety of people that when the seed of God's word goes out into the world, uh, who receive it in certain ways or who reject it or for whom it never takes root in. And um, this is why we see people um, doing a variety of things when it comes to their faith. Sometimes people get a quick start and they're full of joy and they're witnessing to everyone and they're snuffed out very quickly because they have no root, as Jesus teaches here. Uh, some people, uh, it gets drowned out by the concerns of this life. They never quite transition to trusting God fully, uh, trusting his plan, trusting his capacity to provide, uh, trusting in the goodness of his heart toward them, and they fall away. Uh, they're their faith is choked out by life's worries and concerns, and they don't mature, as Jesus says. 
And then uh, he gets to the good soil, and he talks about those for whom the Word of God uh, gets implanted in their hearts, and, and they grow to full maturity in Christ. They're not perfect, and they struggle just like everyone else, and they face, this, they face hardships, and they go through life's, life's difficulties just the same as everyone. But the Word has taken root there in that good soil, and they hear it, they retain it, and they persevere in it, and they bear fruit for the kingdom. They produce a crop. And uh, I love this teaching. There's so many good things in it. I love that Luke mentions uh, the friends of Jesus who go with him. And in this particular passage, many women are lifted up as uh, fellow co-workers in Christ. And um, it's beautiful. In verse 3, Luke says, These women were helping to support Jesus and his disciples out of their own means. That is a beautiful thing. They saw the impact. They saw the beauty of what Jesus was doing. And they said, hey, I want to be a part of that. I want to give to that. I want to, I want to get in on the ground floor. I'm, I'm invested. And they were, they were following just the same as the other disciples. And they were actually investing their own means in uh, making sure that Jesus' ministry could continue. What a beautiful thing. And we th- I'm so grateful for those who partner with uh, others in ministry. Um, at times when I've been in active Christian ministry, um, seeing others come alongside and partner, those people were precious to us. And, uh, and I love that these women are lifted up here. Thank you, Jesus. And um, so here's Jesus teaching. Again, a large crowd is pressing in. He teaches this parable. And I love what he says. He says, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Now, he's not just talking about physical ears. You could be in that crowd that day, hear this teaching and miss the point. He's saying, if you've got ears that that hear the Spirit speaking, that hear God speaking, then you hear what I'm saying. And Jesus' disciples had those ears. But they said, Lord, explain to us kind of what you mean. And Jesus said, I will explain it to you because I know your hearts and the secrets of the kingdom have been given to you. I want to make sure you get it. But in others, I speak in parables. To others, I speak in parables because uh, uh, they're going to be vexed by these teachings because their hearts are so far from me. They're going to see, though seeing, they may not see, though hearing, they may not understand. That would be the Pharisees and the teachers of the law and those who come to Jesus with a hardened heart or with an agenda who think that they're going to manipulate or control outcomes. And if you walk with Jesus, you learn very quickly, uh, God sets the agenda. God's outcomes trump anything that we bring to the table. And and you can you can pray in a certain direction and God may not answer the way that you're praying. And you can, you can believe that... Uh, you know, you're going to tell him what to do and you're not going to tell him what to do. God is sovereign and his will and his purposes will always be lifted up. And uh, so then Jesus uh, beautifully and faithfully teaches through and explains uh, this parable to his disciples so that they see clearly uh, what he was saying. And um, I love I love this teaching and how often I have seen people in my own life and my own efforts at witnessing in my own ministry um, who um, are not receptive to the word, and then you wonder why? Is it doubt? Is it they're just so trapped in this um, cycle of logic and reason that they can't allow themselves to open the door to faith? Is it just a hard heart? 
have they been so beat up by this life that they've they've just put up such a force field around their life that to the thought of letting someone get close to their heart is an is a non-starter. And I've met people like that. And then um obviously the the devil's intervening alongside of the word as it's going out to try to trip people up, to try to block people's ears, to try to keep people from hearing the word and being saved. And um and then you see people that uh, they start uh, like a juggernaut, and then they seem to get tripped up and fall away and, and backslide. And I think their belief is sincere, but their followership is falling short. And um, and may we pray that we be um, hearts uh, who uh, represent the good soil uh, for God's word to take root in so that we can hear it and understand it and retain it and persevere in it and produce fruit for the kingdom. That's the goal, my friends. All right. Well, happy Friday to you. Have a great weekend, and I'll look forward to getting caught back up with everyone on Monday morning. Take care.